All right, welcome back to Inside Flicks. This is a movie discussion podcast. My name is Mike, and like always, I'm here with my two brothers, Richard and Raymond. In this episode, we're going to take a look at A Quiet Place Part 2, which is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Is it Paramount Plus? Yeah, Paramount Plus. And uh, this was released like what, a, 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 like in theaters a month ago or how long ago? A month no, and a uh, half? Was it 42 days or whatever? Uh, what was it? May, May 28th, was it? It, it finally has been released on Paramount Plus, and that's where we saw this movie. Uh, we've been waiting to watch this movie, and we're going to talk about it. Uh, we'll start with, with the trailer, and we'll come right back. I don't know why he came all the way up here. There's nothing left. There are people out there. People worth saving. Most people had finally given up hope. Right, so you know, before we get into all the d- details, l- let's wait until the end before we really get into d- this. Well, let's talk about the first one really quick, right? Just briefly, just briefly. All right, so b- before we get into the details of this of this new movie, let's talk about the first uh, Quiet Place. Uh, Raymond, what was, what was some of your thoughts on the first movie? Yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed it. Um, the 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 first Quiet Place, um, I, I I saw in in theaters back when it was released, and uh, it was. I, I was very fortunate to see it in a theater where the entire audience was actually quiet and part, pretty much participating in like what the experience for that film needed to be. Mm-hmm. And um, it was it was great. I loved the movie, and I, I felt that like all the the scares in it were were earned. And um, I, I I yeah, I really loved the the way Krasinski kind of like played with sound with that in that movie yeah, and, uh, yeah, yeah. and silence. And uh, it, it was, I thought like a fantastic premise, like for, um, for a contained film. And I w- was actually very shocked that he was going to make a sequel to it. And I was kind of, kind of a little worried, honestly, cause I didn't, I thought, I thought it would be very hard to follow up on that, on that first movie that was um, uh, so strong. Mm. Uh, Rich, what's your thoughts on the the first movie? Well, I knew uh, 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 John Krasinski uh, directed a couple small films, comedies actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and, independent films. Yeah. Uh, well, the, his first one was definitely uh, indie and indie sec- comedies. Indie, uh, yeah, indie comedy. And I knew his second one was just uh, a, well, just it's a small film <laughs> called The Hollers, I think it was, mm. but it had a big cast. And um, and this was his first horror movie ever, right? And but it was I knew he was going out of his element. He was always a comedy guy, yeah, yeah, I, especially acting wise. But I mean, and uh, so you didn't have any faith in, in him when you were <laughs> watching the first movie, right? I mean, I I I knew the uh, the trailer looked awesome, <laughs> but I know how trailer designers are are i mean the good trailer makers can make anything look good mm. um but i was so impressed by the first first film i, I couldn't believe it i, I really 
I, I, I right away I thought um, George Clooney was uh, <laughs> jealous because the, <laughs> he's been trying to direct something good for how many years? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, Quiet Place is is just one of those uh, um, horror, uh, sci-fi horror gems right, that are, right. um, will go down in history. Yeah, it's, it's a simple premise that's like executed so so well. Right. Well, I'm 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 you know when you bring up the the fact that he started his career with these comedies, I think of like Brian De Palma because. You know, a lot of people maybe don't know this, that he started with a bunch of comedies as well. He wasn't like mm-hmm. straight out of the box, a Hitchcockian director. It took him a while. It took him to, until Sisters that made him like kind of like, oh, okay, now I, you know, this is my brand or whatever. This is my new style. So after Sisters, he did Carrie. And then once he did, you know, Dress to Kill, I think he became, that's, he goes, that's it. I'm probably only going to do these type of thrillers. And I don't know, maybe Krasinski, maybe that's, you know, after part two and and part two being this really, you know, successful movie, maybe he should stick with the horror thriller genre. Yeah, just like Jordan Peele. Yeah, well, yeah, why not? Also, also, if we're, if we're talking about like, you know, people in making films and then transitioning to horror, you know, also, you know, M. Night's first movie was like a family comedy, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's someone who should definitely uh, stay away from horror is uh, Chris Rock. <laughs> well, I've, I haven't, I haven't seen uh, Spiral yet. I'm looking forward to it <laughs> eventually. Well. <laughs> All right, so uh, yeah, let's get into uh, the Quiet Place Part Two. Rich, what's uh, tell us about the cast first? Well, the film stars Emily Blunt and John Krasinski, uh, along with uh, Millicent Simmons, Noah Jupe, Killian Murphy. And Jaimon Hansu. And uh, who wrote and directed this? Uh, it's John Krasinski again, I, I'm assuming. Yeah, John Krasinski does the writing and directing. Yeah. All right, so uh, give us the, the official synopsis for this movie. Following the events at home, the Abbott family now face the terrors of the outside world. Forced to venture into the unknown, they realize the creatures that, that hunt by sound are not the only threats lurking behind the sand path. Okay, so before we get into the like, our discussion, I want to just say that, you know, let's give our first reactions first and keep it non-spoiler. And then at the end of that, uh, let's just open it up for, for a deeper discussion. And then we might go into spoiler section because I think there's no way you could really kind of talk about these scenes without maybe spoiler-ing some of the, some of the you know, events in the movie. So let's just keep it brief, kind of non-spoiler at first. And then we'll go into a deeper dis- discussion. Um, I would say that I really love this film. This is this to this feels like a really true sequel, mm-hmm. in the sense that it's a continuation of, of this family struggling in this particular world, or you know, a po- post-apocalyptic world. Surviving. Uh, yeah. So you know, it, they they didn't try to make it like a deconstruction of the first original film or or a reinvention and where they just kind of add more explosions or add more set pieces. They kept it very simple. 
And I think that's what I like about the movie because it feels like the first movie and it also feels like a, a continuation, like I was saying. And uh, it's always from the point of view of the family. They're, yeah. It's, they're, they're, they're never going to, I mean, go, go to like the, uh, or whatever. They're not going to go towards like the, 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 the backstory of the, the aliens or whatever. So. Yeah. Both of these movies, you know, they care less about the monsters or even the world building of this, this, this universe than mm -hmm. they do about the family at the center of the story. And I think that's a welcome change, especially after, you know, watching a bunch of these new movies, these kind of this new modern way of like franchise filmmaking, where it seems like, you know, it feels like the emphasis is always setting up characters for spinoffs or multiple movies. Not to say that this movie isn't doing that, but this feels like it's 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 focus on the main characters and their motives, and and that's what keeps the budget cheap as well. I mean, and, this and, is, this and that's what keeps this type of movie very interesting for me. I mean, this yeah. is what uh, we go here to really see about see this uh, this family. We 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 root for this family, but um, it's it's very uh, well written, strong. Uh, character genre films i, well, I think that's, that's what we that's want characters like these that's in our genre that's what's really what's really weird because the script is probably only like 10 pages you know by words or well, whatever well i don't know this one had a lot more like has a lot more dialogue they're, they're, it's not as quiet as the first film and this one i i felt they were actually able to really flesh out the world a lot more because uh my whole take on this one was because i like i was saying earlier i i i didn't think it was really possible to make a a good or a great sequel to this i thought it was if i thought it was going to be bad yeah well but you know but, but when the trailer came out i i definitely got a lot i got confident because the trailer for this was really really good right but um when watching the movie i uh, I, I agree with what with, with Michael was saying, but like for me, I got that this was kind of like what uh, Frank Darabont was trying to do with the first season of The Walking Dead, mm. and where how it's like the, it's kind of um, kind of, yeah this like survival thing, but like from a point of view of like just like this small group of characters, kind of how the first season was all really from the point of view of of, of Rick. Yeah, yeah, and um. Yeah, that that's kind of that's kind of the vibe I got. Like, and uh, and especially how you're kind of meeting, like, I don't know, if this is spoilery, but like you you meet like kind of like various communities throughout the film, mm -hmm. and um, yeah, and uh, yeah, I I I I, re I really love this. It reminded me of like everything that I loved about The Walking Dead back when the show was still in its prime. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, Rich, what's your thoughts? What's your what, what's your first reactions to, uh, after watching this movie? Well, after finally watching this movie, because mm -hmm. uh, this movie was just about to get hit theaters right before the pandemic hit, and oh, that's, yeah, so I that's was true. looking forward to it way back with the win, mm -hmm. and hearing that you know the first reviews that were released back then saying that this movie was great, mm -hmm. um, and just you know it. I, <laughs> We had to wait so long mm -hmm. <laughs> to finally see it, but um, I mean, it, it's, it's, worth, it's worth the wait. wait. It's worth the wait. It's, yeah. yeah, it's definitely worth the wait. It's the reason why we got Paramount Plus. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that and Tom Cruise films, which are all pushed back uh, as well, which is a rip off. <laughs> I would say this: I really love the simplicity of this story. 
And especially this time around, because I don't think I appreciate it with the with with the first movie, you know, because uh, I, I thought the first movie was just an OK horror movie. Mm-hmm. I really kind of looked down at the story, at, at how the story is very streamlined and very kind of uncomplicated. But, you know, and I always felt like the movie felt more like a pilot episode. And this movie feels like this. Oh, I never, I never felt that way about the first one at all. I thought I mainly. I did think it was very, very simple. But, yeah. I, but I thought that was kind of like part of part of the joy of it. Like they took something very simple and made it like the best thing you, you could possibly be. Like kind of almost like a bottle type of thing. Uh-huh. Like a like a bottle movie in a way. Uh, but but this new one, like again, I think really kind of like it builds out the whole world and, and uh, it explores everything. It's a much bigger movie. Yeah. No, yeah, and yeah. I think the second the second episode or the second film feels like a a, a part. Uh, genuinely, feels like a part two of a, yeah. of a of a you know this franchise. It feels like the second episode. You know, if the first one is a mm-hmm. a pilot episode, this f- definitely feels like a second episode. But you know, after you know, like I was saying, after watching a bunch of movies n- nowadays that have very very bloated run times, like very overly convoluted plot lines and like a lot of oh. i wanted this movie to to keep going i i was oh. like when it ended i was like oh man like <laughs> i can't go on for like another like at least another half hour <laughs> yeah but i like unlike those movies that have like these kind of overflowing characters and run times and you know convoluted plot lines i now fully kind of appreciate and and really i am really grateful that this has a quite straightforward style of storytelling and it really just focuses on the characters and their motives and, uh, you know, and their survival, you know. So I, I really enjoyed this movie. And I really enjoyed Krasinski's uh, direction. I mean, he is, it's, yeah. Not yeah. Just, it's not just good. It's also very well thought out. He does a lot of things where they mirror. There's two kind of, there's two continuous storylines that he mirrors back and forth, which is uh, done expertly. And it, it it's uh and it's again it's like he's a good director he's a really good director and Rich is right George Clooney should be jealous <laughs> as far as directing well <laughs> uh, let's get into the grade how how do you uh, oh no no let me let me just say that you the, want to talk the, uh, let me say the first movie felt to me like a like a Twilight Zone episode and and then the second ch- uh, chapter. I really enjoyed because it with the flashback it 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 like the first movie ended with like a like a great cliffhanger mm-hmm. sort of like the, if it had the same feel of like um uh, one of my favorite M Night uh films Signs you know how um okay uh like you uh you don't really see the well the in Signs you don't really see the creatures right away or whatever mm-hmm. it has Oh that, yeah that's true you Yeah or, or um and, but um you don't don't you watch it through like a glass like a a glass of water or something like you see the reflection through the glass of water yeah also yeah <laughs> signs yeah but it it it's, um yeah it had the, like the same you know small town feel and all that oh, stuff that's true. like that yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and i just enjoyed this one just as much i mean it it's 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 really rare for a sequel mhm mhm yeah all right let's grade it um I'll give this an, an A. 
I think this is a, a well-made horror movie. It deserves. It's just as good as the first. They're almost like exactly the same. I mean, they're the same yeah. same level. It's like if you love the first one, you'll definitely love this one. And uh, they're both well-made movies. This is probably one of the better f- horror franchises to have come out. Especially after watching the the Conjuring film series <laughs> yeah. recently, I like this is way better than that. But uh, Rich, what's your grade? Yeah, this is an A for me. So as well, this is this is so far one, the one of the best movies of the year for me, for, for sure. So it's 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 gonna be up there for me. Yeah, Raymond. Okay, well the first one for me was like a a B B plus, and uh, I, for for me this one's like a an an A minus. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it it's it's a great movie. Um, I don't really necessarily have any big flaws with it. I just have a. I don't know. Maybe a, a couple nitpicks that yeah. maybe we'll talk about oh, in me the spoiler too. section. Yeah, I, I think I do. I do have a couple of nitpicks too. All right, so let's get to the spoiler section. And it's not necessarily we're going to spoiler spoiler everything. I just wanted to give a little bit of freedom so when we talk about these these scenes that we don't have to worry about going into a different spoiler or something that might deem to be spoilers. Uh, let's talk about how this movie starts. It starts with day one. There, I, I think the biggest problem with this movie. Or there's a there's a problem that the franchise. No, the problem with this particular movie is that the kids have grown older. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, and I think when he, and I think it was very smart that Krasinski started with day one because it actually puts you the viewer into the mindset that these these kids are always have been this old uh, since the beginning. Although we, we you know we know that's not right you know but. It, it, yeah, that's just nitpicking. I mean, that, no, no. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm saying. I thought it was very smart to start this with day, day one, and and now we can see the kids older, and it, it. Well, we we see Krasinski is alive, which I think is like probably the main reason that they uh, that they start the movie off that way. You know, it's an excuse to bring his character back. But sure. um, I thought I think also the main the main main reason to have that sequence was also just to show why the family has survived this long because you really see them. You see them. Uh, you see them think at the moment and just react and um, you see their survival skills yeah throughout this this whole sequence and you I think and see everyone else uh, do what uh, what everyone else would do and, and die <laughs> <laughs> and then we also get a quick introduction of uh, Killian Murphy's character Emmett is that his name Emmett yeah Emmett and we that once you know like when i saw that i go oh shit he's from the town <laughs> you know like i really love the idea that, that uh, i really loved the, how they promoted this movie because i thought the trailer give a, a different sense of what this movie was going to be because the movie ended up being totally different from what what i thought and yeah me too <laughs> and i think they they kind of was it was there was a little bit of a misdirection with the trailers because i thought yeah that's gonna, gonna be a lot more jamming I thought it was going to be a lot more John and Hudson too, but uh, that was the big misdirect for me, right? Because yeah, I, yeah. I, I thought that he was, and then like but as the movie went on, like I was so invested in the story, so invested with the characters, I completely forgot that he was even in the trailers. And then when he showed up again, I was like, oh yeah, man, I forget, you were in the marketing for years. <laughs> yeah, so I loved how they marketed. I thought he was going to be. I thought he was going to be in the flashback sequences as well. I didn't oh. know he was going to be in like the. Um, 
Because the the one big sequence they had with him in the trailer was when he's hiding the kids in the closet and and then you know they're going shh and I was right or, right. So I thought I thought that was going to be like uh, from early on. Yeah. And, but yeah. then you find out there's like oh, this whole group of survivors mm-hmm. like that that are living you know normally and it's like that also gave me the Walking Dead vibes. You oh know yeah. What I mean? But yeah. in a good way. Yeah, the, yeah. In a good way. In a good way. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should also mention that. Uh, Millicent Simmons, who who plays the hearing hearing impaired daughter of Emily Blunt, um, uh, she's mainly the main star of this movie, don't you think? Yeah, but she was mostly the yeah. the, the the star of the first film as well. I mean, it, I mean, but she has a much deeper kind of storyline here. At least well, the the storyline well, kind of splits up splits off into her storyline as as the dominant one. If the first movie is about how the father. Uh, is trying to serve, trying to protect his kids. The, the second one is about the daughter kind of continue continuing the father's legacy, and the okay, and the, all right, continuing his work w- with the map with the with the map stuff. You know, she bran- she branched off and re- really became the center of this other storyline. So you got two kind of separate storylines unfolding at the same time. And I thought she did a really good job. I, I, again, Emily Blunt as you know the, the mother, mm-hmm. Evelyn in this movie. She's again really good in this role, <laughs> and I think maybe she's the kind yeah. of the unsung hero of this franchise. Because no, I mean I, I, everyone knows that she's like the best part of the last movie, right? I mean she has a really great moment with with the pregnancy scene. But I, I, we, I never really got to know her character or, you know, she's always on survival mode. I really, If they are going to do a part three, I want to learn a more about Evelyn. I mean, I think she deserves more, uh, or at least I, I, Emily deserves more. You know, I think she needs to be the focus. And, and I know she's, you know, she loves her children, but she, I, I really want to know the focus of her. her. I want to get to know, I want to get to know her character more. Well, I really felt in this one that that they all kind of got an equal part, including uh, and including Noah Jupe. I thought they all kind of shared equal story and screen time mm-hmm. this time around, mm-hmm. and um, I, I I liked that a bit more because like I think in the in in the last one it was a bit more focused on just the pa- the parents. Sure. Yeah. 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 Well, I, I'll say uh, this: Noah Jupe, he could act like he's in pain like no one other i mean no other kid <laughs> actor out there i mean that, I, when he's there's a certain scene here where he gets his, his spoilers yeah okay so there's a certain scene where he uh, uh he steps on a bear claw and a i bear trap a bear, bear trap. trap a bear trap yeah and i felt it you know that's how good the <laughs> acting was i went oh my god i was uh. like screaming inside you know the, the, this this kid is a really good actor after seeing him in uh honey boy and yeah. see, and seeing him actually yeah. a ton of stuff recently this guy's going to grow up to be a really good actor or he's already he's already is a good actor but a really good leading man probably yeah he's an, also we just saw him in no sudden move yeah yeah Oh yeah, he's great. I think yeah, I think he's he's been great in everything I've seen him in, and um, I I like that he had a lot more to do in this one. Let's talk about Killian Murphy's and 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 his part in this movie and his character Emmett. Uh, what was your, you know what was your thoughts about him? He wasn't. He, he was a surprisingly big role in the movie. He was a good addition to this film. I mean, to this franchise. Richard, talk about Emmett in, in the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Uh, it, Right away, we see him with a son, and uh, um, right, and, 
And so we know what kind of situation he is because the next time we see him, we see him without his son and we know exactly what that, I mean, just like a walking dead. I mean, uh, <laughs> we know, we know what kind of a situation that puts him in um, where he's given up hope. Right. And once they see, uh, once he finds out that there was Emily Blunt, I mean, what is uh, Evelyn and her family and, and that she has a, a child, yeah. a, new, a yeah. new child that, immediately snaps him back into like well not immediately but just basically says you know you gotta snap out of it to himself basically reconnects to his humanity again right yeah i really loved him in this performance i I really loved i really loved him in this movie and he kind of fills the void that john krasinski left with you know because his character dies in the first movie and he doesn't and you know what i liked about it he doesn't become like a father figure he just becomes the just this male character that comes in and he's dealing with a lot of uh trauma and uh, that's what's so good about krasinski here he really kind of focus on he gives everyone time to grieve i mean there's a really great scene where emily blunt goes back to the the the, the burial of his mm-hmm. of their son right in a way she's also grieving her 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 husband but i think they i think they buried him there as well yeah, so, no. I mean, and I just loved because, like, if this was directed by anyone else, they probably would have cut. That's the first thing they cut from the script, you know? But because they're so focused on the characters and their and their emotions, I, you, you, I, just, I just love it. And it's, 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 a, it's a really quick scene, and, but yet it, it's, you find more deeper meaning when, when, you, when you watch these characters in this movie. That's the type of character work you get from a, a movie that's produced by the great Michael Bay. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's very common in a Michael Bay movie. I think this. Is, I think the same scene happened in Songbird, right? <laughs> I think the same scene happened in the last Transformers. <laughs> yeah, but I like how these films are just basically just good, good Twilight Zone feels to it, and uh, I mean, and also character driven. A piece, right? Yeah. Well, that's what all all those classic Twilight Zones are. I mean, or, or like, you know, those Alfred Hitchcock presents uh, stuff like that. Yeah. So, I, I just like how it's it's just these are they're actually pretty quick. I mean, it's it's. Yeah, I wish it was longer. That's probably <laughs> my one of, one of my biggest cruises. Oh yeah, you guys want to talk about any of your like nitpicks or flaws? Because I I thought it, I have I have one. That, there's a couple mom- instances of moments like this throughout the film, but um, you know, every everything's silent, right? Because if there's a noise, um, the monsters will come and, and attack you. Yeah. So uh, there, there's a the moment where I, I forgot which characters in the water, right? And then uh, a boat comes by and, and they pick him up, and then uh, instead of uh, hearing the splash, they just cut into when the ca- the characters already just in the boat. <laughs> <laughs> So you mean some of the editing choices wasn't like Yeah, some of the editing they'll do they'll do interesting editing choices editing choices to like avoid sound. Oh, like they'll just oh. skip they'll skip they'll skip moments. Like they skip the splash when the characters in water cuz if someone's if a boat comes by and picks a person out of water there's going to be a loud splash that will make a noise. But they just cut that. They cut um they cut when, when the characters in the water to when he's landing inside the boat instead of showing the whole process because of the sound. Right, 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 right. <laughs> and there's a there's a there's a number of instances like that through the movie, but you know what? You give it a pass. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't really realize, but now you pointed out, yeah, they, there are some some quick edits there, I guess. Uh, Rich, do you got any nitpicks? No, no, not really. I mean, um, 
uh, my only nitpick is uh, I want to see a chapter three. And uh, yeah, that's the, that's my second nitpick. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, end, I, the ending. I, well, before we get into that, I have one nitpick, I guess, and it's uh, it's just uh, the 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 whole story device of how uh, Mill- Millicent Simmons's character and her kind of hearing aid is some kind of this superpower where you could. Oh, I love it. <laughs> but I just need to. I just. I, I love it too. But I. I need to know why. I need to know what. What. What is it? What is? It? Is it feedback? Is it some kind of? Is it? What is it? I just need someone to just explain it to me really, really, really quick. Because well, I, maybe the next. I can go with it. The next chap. The next chapter, they'll find a. Um, a pet store and it has uh, a, a box full of dog whistles in there. They'll, they'll be able to use that. Oh, okay. I, I love that too. Another nitpick really quick, really quick is, and it's the same problem I have with the first movie was the, 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 the alien design, the character design. I don't love it. I don't love the, mm. the game of fly traps. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. look like the monsters from. Uh, they look like the monsters from Stranger Things a little bit. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. but it like it's just a little bit. It's just a, just not that. I don't know. It just doesn't look that great to me. But a little it, generic. It, yeah, a little generic. But I, it's 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 fine. I, I, I mean, think they're good enough. Yeah, it's good enough. Definitely, it's good enough. And I love the fact that when the when we in, on day one. We see the the this comment or this spaceship craft. Yeah, we don't know yeah. what sh- you know. We saw the, you know, we don't know what it is, but we see this kind of big fire fireball falling from the sky, and it. I just love that, you know. There's, yeah, just put that up, and you'll figure out later. Maybe that's and, what the maybe that's what maybe that's what the spinoff is going to be. Oh, maybe yeah. The, the one that's going to be directed by the uh, what is it? The Midnight Special director is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Jeff is? Nichols is that his name? Yeah, he's he's done some pretty good movies. He seems like a an interesting choice. It makes me think that it'll be another kind of character driven movie in the vein of these two. So that's good. Yeah, and he's cheap too. <laughs> uh, so, um, but it doesn't he do? Uh, um, he's he's good with special effects as well. I mean, Midnight Special wasn't. That's a, yeah, it had a, a little bit of special this effects. Is gonna be- yeah. This will be like a whole new new level, right? But, right, and but Jeff Nichols is someone who actually understands small town America too, because a lot, a lot of his movies takes mm-hmm. place in that. So, right. uh, and this is basically basically a small town horror m- franchise, and uh, so he's actually a very good pick. And uh, yeah, I hope they do a like if it is a true spinoff. I hope it's for uh, Paramount Plus, and then they could do a series or whatever with it. And, just you know, like another. Well, they walk. don't need it. They don't need to overdo this. We don't want to go. They could just go the Walking Dead route very soon. We <laughs> have like 20, 20 movies and five spin-off shows, and like. <laughs> well, we'll find out. What was that last nitpick you wanted to talk about, Raymond? Oh, it's just that I, 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 I hate that the movie ended on such a cliffhanger because the the cliffhanger on the first movie for me was totally acceptable. I thought it was very contained for what the movie needed to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this one really like we know again like I might I don't even know if uh, Killian Murphy's character is alive like <laughs> what happened exactly mm. I want a little bit more like it felt like we didn't quite get a full complete story it almost felt epi- not episodic but like this is episode two mm. now you need to wait for episode three <laughs> well yeah it's like one yeah it's one it's, it's those kind of endings like uh, like uh, Spielberg's War of the Worlds um, where they you know. Um, they, I don't they, remember the, the ending of that movie. Well, they all die from their cold, the common cold, and, and also um, like the signs, they all die from water. 
So it's, you know, so now they're all going to die from sound or something, you know, some kind of uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. high pitched sound or something. So we got to see that, you know, we got to, you know, revenge. Let's do the Michael Bay bloodbath. Kind of. <laughs> the humans fight back. To yeah. That type of I think movie, if, they, if we do get a third one, uh, that's Emily Blunt's character's probably going to die in the third one, right? It's possible because uh, Josh Krasinski's well, I mean, out. <laughs> it, it, well, it, from what I read, it seems like the, this new sequel to this movie is going to be a spin-off. So it could be focusing on a new family, a different town. Yeah, I would oh, no, like... but they're, but they're, but they're still going. They have to make a third one eventually. Yeah, like with with these main characters, I, they should be making it now. I mean, this character. <laughs> well, they should have announced. These kids are getting. These kids are getting old. <laughs> yeah. But you, yeah, it could be you know day five thousand. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. No jupe in a in a beard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or 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 the baby is now John John Krasinski. Oh, there you go. We got John Krasinski back. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. <laughs> um. All right. Uh, final words. Loved it. Loved it too. I love the. I loved it. I loved how it's very precise. It, you know, the, there's a sharpness to it. Uh, very smart in its in simplicity. And I think I yeah. loved how John Krasinski's it's, direction is. You know, just probably the some of the best direction of a horror movie I've seen in a very long time. And the and the movie earns all its jump scares on like the the Conjuring franchise, right? Right, <laughs> which is just just trope yeah. after trope after trope. Yeah, it's smart. It's it's smart direction and smart acting. Yeah. So all right. So there it is. That's a quiet place, a quiet place part two. Two uh, thumbs up. Yeah. Highly recommend. It's on Paramount Plus. Is it available on VOD or we don't know? I think it it will be soon. Yeah, not, it's yeah. no, it's it's there now. It's okay. there. So you could yeah. you could buy this on on some you know those platforms the VOD platforms and it'll be on Blu-ray soon. Oh no, I mean it's on Param- it's on Paramount Plus. Oh yeah, so it's on Paramount Plus. It's available now for streaming. It will eventually be available on Blu-ray and most likely on uh, VOD platforms. I think it's available. Oh yeah, later this month, well. uh, July twenty. Yeah, it's going to be on Blu-ray. I think July twenty seventh or very soon. Oh okay, couple, okay. like this month. Okay, so there you go. Oh uh, yeah, highly recommend. Um, all right, Rich, um, if people want to hear our past episodes, where can they go? Uh, they can hear us on, uh, Google podcast, Apple podcast, Amazon music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and they can find all our links on insideflix.com. All right. Thank you for listening to insight flicks. Uh, all right. Bye-bye. <laughs>